Hey everybody, quick disclaimer before we get into this episode, just wanted to let you guys know that this is a brand spanking new podcast, so please forgive me if my voice sounds cracky or I sound like I'm out of breath, but I'm not perfect. I'm trying to have it sound as professional as it can be. And I promise you that as the episodes go on, it will be there. So thank you and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? How are you guys doing? Welcome back to another episode of Wedding Guan. I am your host, Bree. And on this weekly podcast, I'm going to be discussing or talking about whatever I feel that's on my heart or on my mind for that day. So, with that being said, let's get into the topic. All right, so the topic that I chose to talk about today was life's transitions. And the first transition that I went through in my life was dealing with the death of both my parents. Um, I lost my father at the age of 12, and it was a shock for me with his passing, just because um, both my mom and I knew that he was sick, but we didn't realize the extent of his uh, sickness. So it was um, summer of 2002, I had just finished my first year of high school, and at that time, my mom was uh, battling her own sickness. She had this heart problem for many, many years. So that summer, my grandmother told us to come to California so my mom could see a doctor and they could see what they could do for her. So we flew to California. My mom saw the doctor. They did a surgery, and a couple days later, she felt so much better. So one day, we got a phone call from, I can't remember who it was, but someone in Belize called us and told us that my dad was very, very sick. They found out he had lung cancer, and apparently my dad knew that he had lung cancer, but he just didn't want to tell me and my mom I guess because he didn't want us to worry about him. So they told us um, the doctors didn't think that he was going to be alive much longer. So me and my mom flew back home to Belize to be with him. And a couple days later, he passed away. So, yes, that was very sad. I was very emotional. Uh... I was kind of depressed, but overall, I was just shocked that he passed away so quickly after me just finding out that he was that sick. Uh, But I kind of, I guess, um, put that to the side, put my feelings to the side, just... Seeing how my mom handled it, I mean, here is this strong woman who just had surgery 
and here she is now planning the funeral for her husband of, I believe it was maybe 25, 26 years they've been, they were married. So, um, yeah, seeing her do all that gave me the strength to be there for her um, during this time. So, and at that time also, I wasn't even thinking about the fact that he wouldn't walk me down the aisle at my wedding or he wouldn't be there for the birth of my kids or any of that. It's crazy when you get older and you look back uh, on life, you think about all these things. But yeah, it was it was sad. And um, now the death of my mom, I mean, I knew that she was sick, she had this problem, but I didn't realize that it was going to hit me this hard. I mean, I'm an only child. So after losing my dad, it was only me and her. And now losing her, it was like, oh my gosh, my life is completely over. I have this huge, huge hole in my heart. So she passed away when I was, um, I believe, 23. Yeah, I was 23 years old. And it was it was tough, especially the way that I dealt with her death. And that's because um I visited her visited her twice after leaving um Belize to move to California. And that last visit was a couple months before she passed away. And she was sick and she was in the hospital, so I spent a couple of nights there with her at the hospital and well not a couple of nights every night that she was at the hospital I was there with her and when the doctors released her to go home uh I slept in her bed right beside her so every night that she got up I got up with her to see uh if she needed anything if she needed my help so during that time I think it was a couple of days before I had to leave and I had this tug of war feeling because part of me wanted to stay there and take care of her and be there for her because that's my mom. That's what I should do. Just like she did for me when I was an infant. And part of me being a mom myself felt like I had to be there for my young kids. So it was a very tough decision that I had to make. But ultimately, I found someone who not only I trusted, but my mom trusted to be there with her. And I went back to California to be with my kids. So that day I got the phone call that she passed away, I was just beside myself. I cried, I cried, I cried because it was, I spoke with her the day before and she felt, she sounded so 
alive. So hearing that she had passed away was like, I was in disbelief. I couldn't believe it. But um, I also want to say during that last visit that I was there, uh, my aunt, technically she's my godmother, but I call her my aunt. She's my aunt regardless. So yeah, my aunt pulled me to the side and she said, I know you don't want to hear this and you probably don't want to talk about it, but I feel as though you should talk to your mom about what she would like uh, her funeral to be, how she would like it to go. And I was like, no, no, no. We're not going to talk about that because she's not going to die. She's going to live for a very long time. But in the end, I was like, uh, I'll just give it a go. So me and my mom had that discussion. And believe it or not, I think that really helped me out in making all the plans for her funeral because it wasn't as much as of a burden on my shoulders. I mean, also I had the amazing support of my um my family. So that was a plus. But um yeah. But on the downside of that, being that I was in a go, go, go mode with getting everything together for her funeral, I never actually got to grieve her death. Um, yeah, I cried for a very long time when I found out that she passed away. And after that, I was like, I told myself, hey, Brie, okay, you got to get it together. And you got to do X, Y, and Z. So that was it. I just put my emotions and feelings on the back burner. So it wasn't until a couple years later, I just completely broke down and just bawled my eyes out. I cried, I cried, I cried. I was like, why, 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 why did this happen? I'm questioning God's reason for it. Every single thing that you could think of. And then after that, I was like, this needed to happen because I never actually took time for myself to go through that grieving process. And I think it's, I don't think, I know that it's very important for you to go through that process after me going through it years later. So um, if anybody has dealt with death or is dealing with death right now, um, please, please, please reach out to somebody, talk to somebody, um, tell them how you're feeling. If you need to cry, cry, go ahead. Uh, also take that time for yourself and go, th go through that grieving process because I'm telling you from experience, keeping all that stuff bottled up and not letting it out is not a good feeling at all. So please uh, talk to someone, go through that grieving process, but also keep those good memories of that person with you. I mean, 
I had some amazing uh, time with my parents. My dad, he was a butcher, and he retired when I was born. But he had this bike, and I think it was like a cart in front of it. And I would sit in there, and he would take me to my ballet classes or my violin classes or my piano classes. Whatever I had to go do, he would take me in there. I remember that first year of high school, my parents had bought me a bike. And he rode with me to school every single day. And also, um, I'm not sure if they still have it in Belize, but the Chinese restaurants, they used to have this... Um, I think it was like a dollar, dollar twenty-five bag. You would get like a piece of chicken and some fries in there. That's when I was in primary school. Um, so yeah, my mom wouldn't allow me to have it, but my dad would sneak it in from time to time. <clears throat> Excuse me. So yeah, I had some amazing memories with my dad. Uh, my mom, oh my gosh. Uh, we took a trip to Chicago. Uh, or church, took a trip to, I believe it was Costa Rica and Panama. So, yeah, we, whew, we had some amazing, amazing times. So, every now and again, when I feel a little bit down or sad, I just think about those amazing times that we had, you know. Um, I mean, that's all you can do. Also, you could talk with them. I mean, they're here in spirit with you. So from time to time, I talk to my mom and dad and tell them what's going on and this and that. But yeah, um, please, whenever you have to deal with death, just talk to somebody, um, go through that grieving process. And just think about all the good times that you had with that person. And know that death is for everyone. And you will be okay. You will be okay. And I'm back. I do want to apologize. I had to step away for a little bit. That first topic... Got me real emotional, so I had to take a quick little break to get myself together. But I'm back, so let's go into this other topic. Um, so my next transition that I went through was leaving my home at age 15. So I graduated high school in 2005, Big Up Wesley College. And to all the graduates of 2005, hello, hello. So, yes, I graduated high school at age 15 and my mom asked me, uh, do you want to have a sweet 16 or do you want to go live with your relatives in California? And I was like, I want to move to California. So that summer she bought me a plane ticket. And I found myself in USA. And I'm not even going to lie. At first, I was 
so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm living in California. The palm trees, the sunny weather, the beaches, all the good food. I was like, yes, I'm free, I'm independent, woohoo! And a couple, I would say weeks later, my nerves started kicking in. I started getting really, really, really scared. I mean, I felt isolated. It, I, to sum it all up, I think it was a culture shock because I left the only home that I knew at age 15. I mean, I was used to a certain environment and being around certain people. And I left all that and now I'm in this new environment where I don't know anyone. And it was very scary. It was very scary. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it was a lot of unknowns that worried me. Like, um, going to a new school, I'm gonna have to find a new job, I'm gonna pay bills, etc., etc. And it got really overwhelming. It got really overwhelming. I mean, I had this all planned in my head like, I'm gonna come out to LA. And I'll apply for college, I'm going to get in, do my work, and yeah. And went up to a community college and they were like, we don't accept any of your high school credits. And I just felt really bummed about that. I was like, huh? They was like, you're going to have to go back to high school. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like... No way am I doing another four years of high school all over again. No thank you. So I'm not sure if it was my grandmother or my cousins that found out about this uh, adult education center, but I was able to go there. I did a couple high school credits and I was able to get my California high school diploma and then from there, I was able to apply for a community college and all that. But oh my gosh, talk about a roller coaster. I mean, being happy that you're in this beautiful place to then being scared that you're gonna have to do high school all over again, which you just completed. It was, oh my gosh, it was so bad. But I wanted you guys to know that it's okay. Look at everything as a opportunity. Yes, you will be scared, but think positive. Don't dwell on the negativity, I'm telling you. The negativity isn't going to get you anywhere. Everyone is scared of something. Everyone has fears. And that is totally fine. That is life. 
It's the way how you deal with it that matters. So, some things that I did was, um, I listened to my favorite music. And being from Belize, I love my reggae and I love my dancehall music. So that's what I would listen to 24-7 and that just made me feel like I was back home in Belize. And some other things that you could do is um, put up some pictures of your family from your uh, hometown. Uh, what I also did was I called my mom, I think it was every day, twice a day. I don't know if they still have it anymore, but they used to have these phone cards that you would buy at the store. They had like $2, $5, $10, and you would use that to make long distance uh, phone calls. So I would buy that every single day and make sure I call my mom to check on her and see how she's doing and just talk with her. And somehow talking with her made me feel at ease. So, yeah, you could do that. Um, also, create some type of routine that's familiar to you. I mean, yeah, you're in this new environment, but you could eat the same breakfast that you would. I mean, being that my whole family, my whole family is Belizean, I always had Belizean food, so that wasn't a problem. So I still had my fried jack, my tortilla, my powder bun, my Creole bread, my Creole bun. Um, so that was really good. And uh, most importantly, just be true to yourself. Again, you're in this new environment and you might think that you have to change who you are now since you're in this new space, but you really don't have to. Just be the same person that you were. Some people out there are going to like you for that. Some will hate you. And once again, that's fine. You don't have to love everybody. Everybody doesn't have to love you. And that's okay. We're all human. This is life. Nobody's perfect. So be positive. Embrace opportunities. And be true to yourself. And with that being said, we have come to the end of this episode for today. Stay tuned for part two next week. I told you guys this was probably going to be a part one and part two. So yes, part two will be next week. For now, I'll be dropping new episodes weekly on Thursdays on Spotify. I'm still working as to what time it will be posted. But for now, we can safely agree that it will be on there every Thursday. I also want to thank 
each and every one of you for listening to my first episode. I know my voice probably was cracking or I sounded out of breath or I sounded like I wanted to cry. But I mean, I'm still new to this. I'm still trying to figure everything out. I'm not perfect, so please bear with me, but I will try to get it sounded sounding as professional as I can as episodes go on. So once again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, if you like this episode, please like, share, and subscribe. And I look forward to talking to you next week. We will meet here again. Not sure as to what time, but it will be on Thursday. So looking forward to that. You guys enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe weekend. Love you guys very much. Bye.